Music to Half Pint is really life. And the forthcoming of what we express in our song is more from a social in comment and our environment. And I, for one, I try to write songs, which is somewhat more of an upliftment are bringing some form of comfort or rejuvenation. So Marshall and Tim and the rest of the guys, they are so musically inclined, and the lyrics that we put together, we try to write lyrics that we can please our audience or soothe them to some calmness according to the way of life or whatever problem or issues they may comes up on. We really try to play the music to keep people in tune or having that harmonious way somewhat. Yeah. Yo, that was Half Pint. The legendary Half Pint. And there's a reason why we played that sound for you because it ties into the conversation that we just had with Opie Ortiz of Long Beach Dub All-Stars, and he talks about Half Pine. He talks about Barrington Levy in the conversation. I can't wait for you to hear it, all right? You're seconds away from hearing this amazing, legendary interview. But I just wanted to check in and say thank you for listening. Thank you for liking. Thank you for commenting, okay? Thank you for talking to us, letting us know what you think. All right. After the interview, stick around because Evan and I are going to sit down, have a little bit of fun. We're going to play clips of all the new reggae rock music from the week before, give you our take on it. All right. We've got playlists. Hit our Instagram for the vibes. Check out those playlists. David is killing that for us right now. All right. We're going to have a Long Beach Sub All-Stars playlist soon. Um, So, yeah, on that note, man, enjoy this fire interview and let us know what you think. Peace. JB with Reggae 360. This is our podcast for the vibes. I'm sitting in the studio with my main man, Evan Yarmo. Evan, what up, dude? How you doing? Yo, JB, I am doing good. How are you? 
Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic, man. I feel good and positive. And I tell you one reason why I'm positive, Evan, is we are joined with another special individual, a living legend, a face on the mountain of reggae rock music, the the Mount Rushmore of reggae rock music, an artist, a father, a friend, an icon, a man that loves life, a man that's living life, a man that's put the culture on his back. A man whose music has touched so many people, man, he deserves a Medal of Honor. Ladies and gentlemen, Opie Ortiz of Long Beach Dub All-Stars. Opie, how are you, man? Good, good. Thank you. Thank you for that, that incredible intro. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. You, you deserve it. You deserve it, Opie. And uh, we're, we're very grateful that you gave us a little bit of your time here tonight, obviously. Uh, Reggae 360, man, we're massive fans of your music. Uh, fans of you, fans of your art, your tattoos over the years. I know this isn't your first time having a conversation with Reggae 360. Uh, I believe you met with our boy Josh Bennett uh, not too long ago. Man, had a great little conversation. That's on YouTube. Definitely check it out. But um, super, super stoked to be talking to you right now, Opie. So um, tell the people, yeah. man, what uh, what's going on in your life right now, man? Paint a picture. Where are you at? What, uh, what's happening in this beautiful um, moment? So check it out. I'm over here at... Uh Signa Hill Tattoo, where I do my appointments and stuff like that. It's a, like a family-run shop by my homie Sonny Daniels. And a bunch of the homies work here that I grew up with tattooing in Long Beach like my whole life. So I'm just up here. I just finished up. Um, actually, it's, it's crazy because I just actually tattooed my friend um, who passed many years ago, my friend Brent uh, French. I got to tattoo and hang out with his son today. And um, it was a very special day because um, he was a really good friend of mine and a really good friend of Brad's and a really good friend of like of the whole Long Beach crew. And it was just like a special day for me to like, like I had one appointment earlier today. I had a tattoo that I had to do, but I had to kind of like set away some time for, for him to come through and kind of hang out and, it's the first time I've seen him since his dad passed. So it was kind of like a really special moment today to like tattoo him and, and, and hang out with him and his friend. And because I'll tell you why, because his dad got me into tattooing when I was like a little bit, I mean, he's a little bit older, but he like, he got me into tattooing because he had a job tattooing. So I was just hanging out with him. So he was like the, the main one kind of like besides Mr. Scully that, kind of like took me in and said, you know, I'll show you how to do it, you know, but it was a great day today. Like just hanging out here at the shop, like chilling with some family and, you know, doing what I love to do, you know? Yeah, man. That's uh that's powerful. That's, that's great that you got to have that, uh, that experience, man. And, you know, speaking about, uh, family, oh, but you're a family man yourself too, right? You've got a, you're head of a household, right? You got some, you got a family, yeah. uh, some kids. Yeah. Yeah. I got a full house. I got, I got four kids. I have a, I just recently became a grand grandfather. My, my wow. daughter Riley had a, a son. Congrats. And so his name's Rome, Rome and wow. yeah, it's like a special thing, you know? And I have, I mean, I have, I still have my 10 year old and my, my 20 year old at the house and my, and my 16 uh, year old daughter. But like, you know, I know eventually they're going to be going to college and, doing their own thing you know so it's like you gotta like the time time right now is like very you know fleeting you know it's like special <laughs> yeah. special time yeah. you know yeah 
or do wow. you want to hang out with them as much as you can? Because they're, they're already at that point where they're like, oh, I don't want to hang out with dad, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. It's, that's funny. Their they're dad's like, like get dinner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. You're like one of the, the, the coolest, like most well-known reggae rock icons in the world. And they're like, I don't want to hang out with you, dad. It's like, it's like, what? That's crazy, man. But, uh, no, I, uh, I, I hear that man. And, and actually, Obi, how do you find time, man? Because, you got a family of four, your grandfather, you've got a, a, a job tattooing, man. You've got this passion, this hobby, and you're going on tour and you put a new album together. Like, man, big respect, dude. Like, how do you, mm-hmm. how do you make all that work, man? What's the secret? Uh, well, <laughs> I do this thing where I, I, if I'm going to be writing or, you know, if I'm into the writing mode of doing music, I kind of separate myself from the art kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, uh, same with the art thing. So if I'm if I'm doing art, I kind of don't mix them together. You know what I mean? I, I everything life is life goes on. You know, like normal. You know, but yeah. I try not to mingle the art. If I'm doing art, I'm going to be doing exclusively art at that moment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I don't. I try not to like get confused and switch up days where I'm doing other things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I concentrate on if I if I'm doing music at that time. I'm going to be doing music for those months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. like this, these next months that I have, like we're doing some shows, we have local shows coming up this, this, this weekend and stuff and everything. But I'm here at the shop, like, you know, taking care of like appointments that I have. Like we have, I have out of towners that come in and get tattooed and stuff like that. So this is like a crucial time for me to get my tattooing in, you know, cause I need to do that because my mind is like, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like a wood carver. They they would say, you know, like they go through the motions of carving the wood because they love it, but it's kind of like meditation in the same sense, you know? Yeah. No, that's, um, that's awesome. man. I feel that you kind of like compartmentalize different things that you're doing to focus on, uh, one and, and yeah, be the best. I feel you, you have yeah. to, because yeah. if you don't, then you become, you spread yourself too thin in certain areas and then you you may be lacking in, yeah some parts where you need to be fully in, enveloped in the, into that, you know? Damn, that's good advice, man. Really. That's for anybody. Like it's one of those things like don't take your work home. You know what I mean? When you're at home, just be there when you're at work, be there. So, uh, those are wise words, man. I appreciate that. And just thinking yeah. about some of the things that you do have going on that's coming up, man, you got a big summer tour lined up and you got this album dropping in April, man. Those are, those are two big events, man. You got to be pretty excited. I would imagine. Yeah, you know what it is though. It's like it's it's just like a, a celebration. It's not it's not like you know you didn't really do anything. It's just like you like you you gave the people like another flag to wave, or you gave them another uh, song to chant. You know what I mean? It's like I'm already on to like we're already talking about going and recording new ideas, and there's already ideas in the pot. You know what I mean? Uh, so, interesting like we're always just constantly creating. So it's like, I, I feel very strong about this album and I love it. Like, it's like, it, it, I feel like it is my life work, you know? Yeah. But like in the same breath, like I still have to paint tomorrow and I still have to tattoo and I still have to write another song, you know? So it's like, it's, it's not really like, I, I consider it like another drop in the a bucket of like, something you know to for them to for the people to our fans to to hold on to you know or to to sing to chant you know yeah man i guess that's the 
that's how it is for the artist, man. You just got to keep creating, keep doing your thing. Meanwhile, we're the ones that get to enjoy your art. You know, it's a celebration for us when these things happen, but yeah. for you, it's like a constant grind. I would imagine it sounds like. You just got to keep grinding and like, you, you can't really like, you can't be like, Oh, this was great. And I'm just going to chill for a couple months. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like you have to keep that energy going and be like, this was great. But like, I want to do something like this, but like change it, you know, like morph it into something else, you know? Yeah, dude. That's I'm uh, always inspired by everything that I hear in music. So it's like, if you listen, if you just put your ear to the world, like there's so much fucking rad shit out there that you can yes. like take little snippets out of and like use. And that's where I'm at right now where I'm like, I'm like trying to like, piece together these songs that I had ideas for. And then now it comes to the fruitation of like making them like really good, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. That somebody in your position, um, with your experience, man, and, and the life that you've lived, it's so great to hear that you're still connected to kind of what's going on nowadays and the sounds that are coming out now and you're inspired by what's going on. And actually you kind of hear that in your song, youth, the song that you guys just dropped. That's, uh, a single for the upcoming album. Um, that song is it w- was dope, man. I mean, the two songs you guys released were fire, but youth uh, specifically, man, just seemed real timely. Uh, what, like, what, what did that song mean to you, man? Like, what, uh, how, how did that song come into fruition? I'm curious, man. It's a powerful one. Okay, well, that song was written. The progression was written by Jack. Our, our our second keyboardist okay and it was like a, a song that he it was in the first i think it was in the first 10 that we had initially planned to record but i think um it was just kind of like put on the back burner you know it wasn't really i didn't i don't think we thought about it as much as like Oh, Jack didn't think about it as much as he, he should have, you know, or none of us did, paid attention to it, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't like one of the songs that was like kind of almost done, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was kind of just like meandering along in the mix. And then it became like the last song and it became like, it became like, okay, we have to finish the song so it can be the 10th song. And so the day that we recorded it, it didn't, it wasn't, wasn't happening. And Jack expressed like, you know, like he wasn't feeling it, you know? So at that time, Cameron Webb, who was doing our recording and, and production and everything stated to us that, that we had our homework to do. Like we had to go write the song like for tomorrow. So at that point, I kind of didn't give it, that much thought i just kind of went home and we had already done like most of all of our recording and a lot of like the mixing and stuff like that for the first five albums like first five songs and some of the the other sessions that we did so i didn't feel like i was just like oh we're just gonna scratch it you know but i kind of felt weird that cameron said oh you have your homework you know you have to go do this so the next day when I was going to the studio, I knew they were going to put the pressure on me to do something. And I remember my brother, Filiano, he does hip hop stuff. And we had been doing some work 
we always we always work off and on together. Um, and he has two albums. Yeah, this first album came out on Skunk. It's called Holy Homework, and then he has another one called Filiano uh, versus LD. Um, but he's like underground hip hop stuff. Filiano, you should check him out. Yeah, definitely. Um, but he did this. We were working on another project with this other band, and he had came up with this chorus, and. I, it just stuck in my head like glue because it was so fucking good to me at the time. And I just always remembered it. And then it, it just kind of like, it was in my mind and it like, we never did anything with it. It just, that, that whole project died. They never, they, we never used that for anything. And then I remember driving to the studio that day and I was just humming that chorus along to the, to the track that, um, camera we had recorded yeah and it kind of worked it just fit in and when i walked in the studio they were like what do you got and i was like okay check it out i think this will work and it was just a chorus but the chorus was so strong like the, the words that saying like we knew we had to write something really significant stating like some shit about what's going on today you know yeah. so we basically wrote that song in one day oh, and wow. the chorus was like maybe two or three years before that. My brother had, 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 you know, spit that on a, on a, a little recorder that I had. Yeah. So that formulated into me and Ed and Devin and, um, Cameron coming up with that, that track. So well, that was like yeah. the last track on the album and it I mean, we felt that it was really strong and um we just kind of like ran with it on that whole fuck you know, that whole motif of like gun violence and youth and like seriousness of like what's going on the youth with, with this you know, today. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I said, it was it was definitely timely and well received, and it was a statement about a lot of things. So um, that's cool to kind of hear how that all came together. Um, so thinking about other songs on your album and just the album as a as a, a complete piece of art, man. I know one big thing uh, for your sound in the past for LBDA, man, was was collaborations. I know previously you guys have had some legends like Tippa Irie, Barrington Levy, Half Pint. Um, some of the most iconic songs you guys have put out have been, you know, collabing with those people. So I'm curious, Opie, um, number one, what was it like to work with some of those Jamaican reggae legends? And number two, man, are we going to see any collaborations on this album when it comes out? Um, for one, for the first question, yeah. um, it was like meeting like your like it, I don't know. To me, it was like like meeting like Al Pacino or something when I met like <laughs> yes. HR or you know what I mean. Like yes. it was like meeting someone that was like not even real. Yes. To me, you know what I mean. Yes. Like I've talked about in documentaries and stuff like that, where it was like when we had HR on tour with us, like we weren't invincible. You know what I mean. Like we didn't care about the world going on around us. We were like indestructible you know what i mean like yeah. we were playing bad brain songs we were playing you know and like the same with like eight uh, half pint or tip ivory you know we were like or barrington you know we were like you know there's no one doing this right now like 
we're, we're, we're like trying to be groundbreaking, you know, or trying to, if we were going to play reggae, we wanted to play it with the people that we admire the most, you know, the people that, you know, play the songs that we love, you know? So it was incredible meeting those people and just chilling and like, I'll tell you, they're the most humble people that you will ever meet in your life. Like HR, I mean, relaxing and talking with him is like, you know, you learn, you start to learn about history and stuff, you know, and same with half Pint, you know, yeah. it's like history lessons every time that you, you talk, you know, it's like incredible, you know? So, I mean, I feel blessed to even share the stage with all these people. And I mean, there's numerous people to even, you know, I mean, from born Americans, Mad Lion, um, I mean, there's numerous people that have touched our lives and our fans and been a part of, like, all the music that we've done, you know? So, it's like, we just want to open those doors even more and play with more people. Like, we have one feature on the album. Actually, it's a double feature. Like, we have half point. Well, no, we have um, Tippa, Tippa Lee is on one of the tracks, Easy. And actually, half point, or, uh, I'm sorry, I keep saying half point, HR is actually doing some of the vocals on that easy track too. So he's not actually like featured on the track, but you can hear him in the, in the background. If you listen to it, it's, it's, it's pretty rad. Damn dude. That's awesome. But hopefully, yeah, we're, we have like a lot of plans to do, you know, this new album. We're going to, we were probably, we were trying to thinking of like, maybe we go back to some features and stuff like that, because that's like our basis of like what we do, you know? So we, we're, we're opening the doors to like do some different shit with a lot of different artists. Like I, I just recently got to see uh, Tristan Palmer, and he's like one of my favorite you know, DJs to make him you know, all stars. And I, I would love to do that with him. And I know there's talks about doing stuff with him. I talked to doing stuff with Notch from the Born Americans and other artists. So we're just keeping the you know the format open to yeah it's it's funny you mentioned born jamaicans actually we had edley shine on this podcast yeah, yeah he's man. working yeah he's working right now dude he's the he's man doing it. he is the man i yeah, love edley cool. shine. um yeah talking to him was amazing it's funny opie listening to you talk about um meeting barrington levy or half pine or hr and like uh I got to imagine that's probably how a lot of people feel when they meet you, man. Like a lot of these newer artists, I know when you played your show in, in Boston, you know, the, the crowd was cheering Opie, Opie, man, people love you, man. You're like, you're very well known. And talking to you now, I hear how like down to earth you are, you know, you're a, you're a family man, a father, you're somebody very, you're somebody with a good work ethic. I feel like somebody very down to earth. I'm curious, man, is it, is it ever like surreal the way that people react when they meet you or the reception that you get? Like, like, does it almost seem surreal or you have, you kind of like just learned to, that's just how it is. Um, I just try to be humble and I, I try to talk to people no yeah. matter who they are. And uh, I give people the time that they give me, you know, so I don't feel, I mean, in the beginning I felt like there was some weird burden on me. Like I had to do this to, to, like, like I had to do this and it, it, you don't have to do anything like you could be whatever you want but it, it takes you know it takes something to give back to what the people you know if they want to sit there and talk to you like you should give back to them you know? yeah you should spend the time to talk 
while, you know, because I feel like time is like, they're giving you your time, like, you know, you should give them your time, you know. Man, that's why that's that's big respect for that, Obi. And, and that's probably how we ended up in this conversation with you, uh, blessing us with your time here tonight, man. So um, so that's that's pretty awesome. And I'm wondering, Obi, if if, you know, it's probably a, a, uh, you could probably write a book about it, but just maybe, you know, uh, the condensed version. But can you tell the fans that are listening to this right now that are getting excited for this album coming? Can you tell them how this kind of like. Um, you know, resurgence of Long Beach Sub All Stars happened. Like how this reunion came about after you know years of you guys kind of doing your own thing. Like what kind of sparked things coming back together, man? Or were there always conversations about it? I'm just curious, like what that story is behind uh, how we got to this point. Um, I'd like to say that um, it's sad. You know, it's like a, it's like a sad song. You know, it's like. We, we recently did we did some skunk records um 25 year anniversary shows right and they were with ike and aaron owens who happened to play with dead cat and double Star, two brothers and um we did i think three there was like four shows i did like three of them we did county roots we did um san diego we did um uh, what's it? Uh, the one in OC. I forget the name of it. Um, we did another venue, and then we did the, the Roxy. I didn't do that one. But it was like just a skunk record kind of family thing where a lot of the bands that played on skunk, you know, played, probably Stupid played, um, Diggins played, you know, and then Miguel kind of like talked you through kind of like a history of like skunk records and stuff like that. But then eventually, like, Dub All Stars played you know like a like a rendition of the double all stars with with you know some of the guys and uh, a little bit after that um both of those brothers had passed within like months hmm. um ike and aaron so i i felt like it was imperative because aaron had like expressed to me like he had written songs where he wanted me to write lyrics to and stuff like that so I think I was in a different time zone where I wasn't into music as much as I should be, but like I had my friends pushing me to do that, you know, like Miguel, um, Aaron, my brother, um, and other, you know, Jack and these other players in the band to like to put my shit down. And so I just kind of started compiling things like Miguel had said, you know, just, just write everything down. Just write everything down, no matter if it's one word or whatever. So I started compiling everything, and that's the beginning of like, like when Roger came into the crew and Ed came into the crew, we started like all kind of compiling tracks and kind of everybody was you know playing the stuff that you know, hey, check this track out I wrote, check this stuff out, and oh, I have this, and so that's when we started compiling all of the songs. So the first five were like, boom, like we had them and then when we recorded them and it was like, I, I think it was like two, maybe a week and a half and they were like almost done. So then the second, the second set of tracks were another six songs or seven songs and we went in and recorded five and nailed them and they were pretty much, you know, done all that needs to be done with mixing and percussion and stuff like that and mixing all that stuff. So, 
it was pretty much like firing, you know, firing the shot into the bucket and getting the fish, you know, because we already compiled everything. We had already worked through a lot of stuff, so we were kind of like ready to go into the studio and record. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, as a fan of reggae rock music, man, I feel blessed to be witnessing what's going on right now. And Opie, I'm so stoked that, you know, you're in the mind space you're in right now, the position you're in right now. Um, one question I have for you, Opie, and this is just coming strictly as a fan of music and reggae rock music. I grew up listening to Sublime. That's what influenced me and turned me into, you know, the, the person I am now, why I'm doing this podcast, why I love this genre. Um, from your perspective, being so close, do you view Sublime as kind of like the the originators of this reggae rock scene? Do you feel that everything is kind of spider web from that sound that uh, Brad and Sublime were putting together, or do you see it differently? Yeah. Like you probably saw what influenced them to make that sound. So I'm just kind of curious. Like, do you feel that this is all? We wouldn't be here without Sublime. Like, do you, maybe I'm asking this question you know, in a weird you know, way. But. You know what Sublime was? Sublime was like a vehicle for reggae. So they played reggae. They played all the songs that they played. They heard, you know what I mean? They played cover songs and stuff like that. But it all changed when they started, you know, taking it and making it into their own. You know what I mean? Yeah. As soon as 40 Ounce of Freedom came out, like, yeah, they were taking, you know, hearts and, and stuff like that. But if you listen to, like, if you listen to 40 Out for Freedom, the actual song, you know, if you listen to, you know, Evan, if you listen to some songs, if they have structure, they have their own, they carry their own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, the beginning was the beginning, but then as soon as they learned and they figured it out, like, then came Burritos, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, came, then like, Burritos is like one of my favorite songs ever, you know? You know, and then, like, that's where you get that when you start to learn, when you start to like formulate your own perception of what you're you're trying to do, which was reggae music, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think their reggae was kind of like a broken kind of like they didn't they were you know, they were struggling in their own ways, you know what I mean? They yeah. made their own struggles, but like to be honest with you, like Sublime kind of created like this madness that we're into right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, you got the toys, you got other bands that, like, did little things, you know what I mean? But Sublime made the hugest step for, I think, you know, like, reggae music in the, in the, in the, you know, the white boy path, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. They were doing, they were doing huge steps, and a lot of people talk shit about them, and I don't really give a shit, you know what I mean? But, 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 but no one else is, is going to do that. They're, in, they, they're not stepping up and doing it, and writing some good shit. Right. You know? Yeah. So one wrote good songs. And that's like, that's, that's really fucking distant from this day and age, to be honest with you, because I'm not, I haven't heard anything that stands like uh, match or a panel to someone. Yeah. To be honest with you, in this day and age, I haven't heard anything. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, <sighs> That's when, you your, when you pour your, your blood and your life and your everything out into the into the song, then maybe you'll figure out what it's about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what we try to do. We're not going to sit here and try to capitalize on anything. Like, we're not trying to capitalize on gun violence and, and, and 
youth. What we're trying to do is create awareness to what's going on in these places where people don't even know exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's, um, that's awesome, man. You guys are definitely, uh, a, a vehicle for that, for that message. And those songs seem like they come up from a very authentic place. And I think that's why people love your music so much and why your music is, it's just so good, man, because there's that authenticity. You guys aren't trying to be anything, you know, you're not trying to follow anything. You're just, uh, creating man. And, and we're very lucky to, uh, uh, to be fans, man, to, to, to be able to witness this and, and hear your music, Opie. So, um, man, just, yeah. just keep we're that going. We're lucky to man. have, like, fans like you guys, and we're lucky to have, like, you know, people that are really, like, listeners, you know. To, I mean, uh, to me, to be honest, like, the first two albums, like, I really wasn't aware of, like, the whole musical, you know, composition kind of deal, writing music, like that, you know, like, I was just going off my heart, you know, so yeah. I think with this, this new album, like, I think it's like, I don't want to say it's like some of our best stuff because like, you know, that will have to, time will have to show that, but like, I think like this stuff is like some of our more refined stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. No, I, uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this album to come out and I know uh, Reggae 360 does an album of the year contest every year. And, you know, we, we leave it to the fans to kind of, um, you know, dictate how that goes. And, to, you know, it's a forum for fans to kind of communicate and, um, you know, share, you know, their takes on things. And I mean, I haven't heard the album yet, Opie, but I kind of believe, man, you guys are going to be in that competition. So um, I, 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 I really, I really can't wait. Yeah. I seriously, that, like that's going to, that's going to like eat me up because, I really want people to hear exactly what we're doing. You know what I mean? I really want them to hear the message. And I think with this this album, like it's it's the most positive album that we've done. Like there's I mean, I think there's two cuss words on it, you know what I mean? We're not trying to like sell any products on it or anything like that. It's just like it's like home cooked meal, you know, it's like comfort food for for our fans, you know? Yeah. Dude, that's that's a good way to put it, man. That's comfort food for your fans, man. I'm hungry, man. That's that's uh, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. what we need right here, man. So, Opie, let me, let me ask you this, man. If you don't mind me capitalizing here, because you are a wealth of wisdom, and I know a lot of like young up and coming bands listen to this podcast. They like to hear, you know, our, our conversations with other bands. But what advice do you have for some of these? Uh, you know, younger bands that look up to you and see what you've done and like are trying to maybe uh, make a name for themselves. What would you say to those guys? Um, do what you feel. Do what's in your heart. Don't listen to no one else. And eventually, if your if your message is strong enough, it'll it'll push through. Like, don't give up. Like, never give up. But like, don't be fucking guys and and like. Confused by modern society, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you have to realize that you know, things is things and riots is what Mexicans eat because it's fucking good for you, not because it's fucking poor. It's fucking, it's like neutral. You know what I mean? Like, it's both. It's, it's comfort. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. people think like, oh, you eat hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. You know, like, well, yeah, because you're white. You know, <laughs> like, 
Mexicans eat beans and rice. You know what I mean? Like the fucking Samoans eat fucking crab and you know, yeah. you know whatever else. You know what I mean? But it's like I don't know. It's like you do what you you do what you feel is in your heart. You know, yeah. like that's how I feel. Like I'm driven by by yeah. my heart and my mind and my, my feelings to try and enlighten people to like what really what's going on. You know, and you can sit there and write some bullshit about feeling fine and all that shit. Yeah. But the reality is, there's going to come a time when people need to hear about what to eat, what not to eat, what not to drink, and what to do. You know? It's like, it's going to become some kind of a willingness to see Opie, you sound like you're real far away from your phone right now. We can barely hear you. Okay, that's a little bit better. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to like project like positivity where like there's a lot of negativity in music today and like not the right messages being sent, you know, to the to the kids. So there has to be some truth in, in something, you know. Yeah. No, that's uh that's awesome. And I'll tell you what, man, if you're used to eating uh, macaroni and hot dogs, don't be afraid to try beans and rice because my girlfriend's Colombian and I didn't know uh, anything until I tried some some empanadas for the first time. It changed my life. So don't be afraid to try different things, too. That's another message. Oh, yeah, man. you got you to experience. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, Obi, I, I know uh, you're a busy man and you know we don't want to take too much of your time. We want to be respectful because... Um, you know, you're just, a you're, you're, you're just a, a cherished, uh, force in this reggae rock scene, man. And we want to make sure you're on your A game. So, um, for sure. Listen, man, we're going to let you go, Opie, but thank you so much for the time. Thank you so much for the conversation and please know. Thank you, you, man. I appreciate it. For sure, man. If there's anything reggae 360 can do for you, man, we got you, Opie. We're massive fans. So keep it up, man. Big up. And thanks again, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. All right. Peace, man. moment that we're sharing 
You're listening to me. I'm speaking to you. We did it, fam. Look at us. We're out here living. You're living. And I'm so happy for that. Evan, you're living. You can't prove that. And I never would. And I never will, man, because you're your own being, Evan. You're a sentient creature. You just... You exist in your own space, man. I respect you. It's all about respect, dude. I respect you, man. Thanks, you man. Know? No one's ever called me sentient before. <laughs> well, you know, you hang out with the wrong people, man. I always tell you that, man. Stick with me and you'll never lose. But on that note, Evan, what are we doing, man? Why are people listening to the second half of our fantastic out of this world? Man, don't ass reggae rock podcast. Oh, that's right we're doing the second half of our podcast where we play a snippet of every reggae rock song that came out last friday or last week or what have you so that people can hear it and say hey maybe i want to take a listen to that maybe you say hey i want to hear what jb and at yarmo yarmo have to say about that maybe bro did you just refer to yourself in the third person with their instagram you do that you call me my instagram name all the time oh my god dude we've reached a new low on this podcast man continuing on um (laughs) maybe you'll say hey that new playlist on spotify that for the vibes puts out that lists all the music that has come out this month maybe you'll want to give that a click and a follow so you can keep up on any other hot music that drops in the month not only that any music that we miss that we don't talk about on this podcast for the music that dropped last week we'll end up on that playlist if we find it after recording this does that does that sound like what we're doing in the second half jb what did i miss yeah man i think you uh you hit the nail on the head definitely check out um you know our instagram for the vibes also reggae 360 and you will see uh some new playlists that's the thing we're doing we're working with our boy david down in florida you'll get to know him man he's putting work in on facebook growing our facebook presence um you know also with the playlist man so hopefully people like that we're, we're gonna get some uh feedback and make sure we're going on the right track man but so far people love it we want to be the number one source for new reggae rock music and on that note man we're going to get into it right now we're going to play some songs and talk about it so all this music we're playing right now this dropped last week you better go check it out hit that playlist hit that instagram because you'll see uh where to find this music so evan what uh what do we have first for the people we've got let it all out by the elevators featuring brett bollinger of pepper Just to live up. Uh, 
man that's a match made in heaven i love brett bollinger i love pepper man pepper's one of my favorite bands of all time you're a pepper and guy i'm a pepper guy man the elevators you know they're uh they're right there nowadays man they're they're the modern day pepper they're the modern day long beach ball stars you know they're not no disrespect to those two legendary groups that are still doing it big but the elevators, man, I feel like they're the next wave of great music, and we're going to be talking about them for a long time. So to see them link up and do a song with Pepper is just, man, like I said, match made in heaven, man. This song, man, you can, whew, dude, this is this song could be the intro to my movie about my life, dude, the biopic of JB. This would be the intro song playing, all right, when they're rolling, you know, little intro credits, uh, you know, something like that, dude. So Jackson Weatherby, man, that guy has one of the smoothest voices out there, and Brett Bollinger, man, he just adjusted well to that song. It, it makes him move, man. It's the type of song you can listen to when you're broke. It's the type of song you can listen to when you're rich. And, uh, man, just all around just didn't disappoint, man. The elevators never do. Uh, such a fire track. Evan, do you concur? I concur, JB. Thanks, um, man. I think you're spot on. Thanks, I think, dude. I think it'd be a great video for the intro of your life, by the way. Fantastic Thanks, choice. Yeah, definitely not the ending. Um, that's gonna be like a, maybe like a Whitney Houston song or something, you know. But but the beginning, I think that'd be cool. Maybe some TLC at the end or something. I don't yeah, know. Just yeah, don't go here. chasing waterfalls, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, I'm gonna die in a waterfall accident. Wow, that's dark, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna you, be great, actually. I'll tell you something that is great. That's that uh, Treehouse came out with. Yes, an entire new album last week. Yes, dude. It's a uh, play one of those songs and then talk about that we hey, got man. sounds like a plan dude let's make it happen go ahead a song called infinite grind Ooh. i like the way that sounds it's actually featuring austin smith of roots of a rebellion oh yeah the homie dude Yep. 
The infinite grind, dude. That's a fire track, man. But even, you know, thinking more than that track, man, that album from start to finish was just tough, dude. It was a strong album, man. It was a a powerful album. I wrote a review on it, man. I felt so compelled. I wanted to write a review. I put it on Reggae360.com. So if you really want to know my thoughts and feelings about that album, definitely go to Reggae360.com and check that out. You know, I'm not going to give you the whole thing, but I will tell you, um, that was one of many songs that you could listen to on repeat from start to finish. And, uh, you know, there, there were some great features, man. Dan Kelly killed it. Uh, Oogie Wawa killed it. Uh, James from Tropodelic killed it, dude. I don't know, man. It was just, and then, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Treehouse and Jeremy Anderson just, you know, they, they blessed us, man. They gave us a, you know, a very polished piece of work. And I talk about it in that review. So go ahead and check it out, man. But Evan, you didn't write a review. So uh, let the people know what you thought. I didn't write a review. But what I can tell you is I think Treehouse is a phenomenal band with a lot of different sounds and styles. I mean, when you listen to Treehouse and you listen to a full album, it's not every song has the same vibe. Um, you get a lot of different stuff with that. And, as I always say, I love stuff that's a little dubbier, and that song's a little dubbier, where yeah. it's a little slowed down, a little jammy, um, has kind of a haunting sound to it that I like. Oh, we actually we interpreted that song differently. We did. When I thought Infinite Grind, I I pictured it as like a like a motivational thing, man. Like we're we're always working, we're always on that infinite grind, we're always striving for something. Life is a grind. You gotta. Always stay focused on what you're doing, what you're trying to do, what you want to accomplish, and that was my. That's how I interpreted it. But Evan, you you uh, you thought differently, man. Yeah, I thought that song might just because like the tone of the music. I thought it might be a little more about I don't know, like we're all just stuck in this infinite grind, this nine to five. What's you know, life can be meaningless. Do you even remember life that had meaning? Like, damn, that's dark. I thought me down our waterfall accident was dark, but that's dark, dude. Dude, I, I've got to be honest. I don't want you to die at all. Um, well, there's but waterfalls I, probably not the worst. There's something I got to tell you. Yeah, what's up? We, we all die at some point, man. Damn. And that's why life is so beautiful because right now we're living. And that's all we know, man, in this beautiful moment. Um, but, yeah, man, art's open to interpretation. And if that's how you took it, you're right, man. You know, we might be stuck in this garden. That's why you got to find... Moments to, uh, you know, laugh and make people happy and just, you know, enjoy the fact that you're breathing. So, um, <gasps> that was good. <laughs> really, dude? Go ahead. Fuck you that next song. Bro. <laughs> next song. We've got oh, Queendom by E.N. Young. Queendom by E.N. Young. Original roots, man, from the start. Big up the Empress, they love reggae music. Big up the Queen, them they love themselves. Where I phrases to shine. She feels love and music in her eyes. Roots reggae in her soul. With sunshine above, knows that she's worthy of. Feels love. 
but not interested She's a roots girl, keeping all of her faith in a holy foundation Empress Queen Divine with a strong meditation You know we love you and we cannot deny Lord God, you're beautiful Cause baby, you're worth it, you're, worth it. you're lovely, you're lovely. Look at Ian Young representing for Women's Month. All right, just a just a big uh, you know ode to the females on this planet, man. The the queens and Ian Young, you know he uh, he's just so dope in the way that he stays true to like roots reggae. He's that that. You know, we talk about reggae rock and in the scene, Ian Young is on the scene, but he definitely is more reggae, reggae than anything else. And that's what I love about him. And this song, man, it's, it's so conscious. It's such a, uh, you know, an important thought to take a step back and just appreciate the women and, and what they go through. And, you know, the, um, you know, the good ones the good ones that are out there, you know, like especially ones that like reggae music, because if you like reggae music, that says something about you as a person. That means I already know you got a big heart. I already know that, you know, there's something positive about you. There's something endearing about you. If you like reggae music, man. So I feel like Ian Young is just saying, Hey, you know, let's big up all the, the Queens out there that really, you know, affiliate with this positive music, because those are the type of people we're trying to empower uh, man or woman, or anything in between for that matter. I mean, it's all about love and, and positivity. So um, good on Ian Young for just making a statement with this. And it's a dope song. It's got a great vibe, man. It's got a smooth island reggae, roots reggae vibe. And and uh, Ian's got a great voice. And, man, just, just well put together. John, are there any women out there that have inspired you that you think about in a month like this or a day like this? Yeah, man. My... my uh, you know, my mom, my sister, my woman, uh, and every single other woman that I cross paths with throughout the day. And there's Yarmo dropping a yo-yo. <laughs> Jesus, dude. You're super happy about that. <laughs> uh, I couldn't lie to you. That's That was Yarmo dropping a yo-yo about to play some Yakopo. Ooh. Meant to be. This is Diploma by Yakopo. If I'm not the king of transitions, damn it, dude. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I came in a rover, yeah, I did. I need a diploma for where I've been. It's my graduation, you little bitch. Say congratulations, yeah, I'm a shit. Smoke some cool shit was A plus. Funny thing, I never got my grades on. Fucking on a speech, I don't say much. If my album leak, I just came up. Baby girl, she wanna show me through. I hate you, you always do the most. Private plane, I never ride a coach. Money on my Instagram, I post.
is Jacopo, the plumber, the OG Jacopo. And Jacopo was a guest on our podcast very early on. Very interesting guy. And that didn't sound anything like reggae music, which Jacopo has so many different sounds, so many different styles. I mean, he's played, you know, roots reggae, island reggae. You know, he's infiltrated the reggae rock scene. And now he's doing his hip hop thing. That, you know, that to me, that was straight up like new age hip hop, you know. And uh, yeah, I, I like the way it sounds. I like Jacopo's voice. He can do no wrong in my book. And furthermore, the message of that song, I need a diploma for where I've been. You know, some people, uh, some people don't have a diploma. Some people didn't graduate. Okay. From high school. So we got kicked out of high school in their senior year. So people went on, okay, to go to two or three or four different colleges and get kicked out of a few of them, but then graduate with honors and get a bachelor's degree, you know, and, uh, you know, a three point, uh, you know, four or five GPA. So some people get their diploma from life, from things they've been through, you know, and I should have a doctorate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But that's how it is, man. And that's what Jacobo was trying to say. And, you know, he might be talking about being on Instagram, flashing money, and maybe that's not necessarily, you know, what, you know, the, the reggae music uh, scene is all about. But how can you not be happy for a man enjoying his blessings? A man that's put the work in and tasted success because of the grind. And if he wants to be flamboyant and do his thing, like, so be it, man. He's a, empower him, man. Root for him, man. Okay? Evan, what do you think? John, man, I, I think a lot of things. I think I like Yokopo. Yokopo is just good fun. Um, but you're talking about schooling, diploma. John, let, let me ask you, based on what you know about me, what level of schooling do you think I've completed? Well, he definitely went to an all boys school, uh, <laughs> and I feel like you. What is it? Pursued the monastery? No, that's not how you say it. I'm an idiot. Uh, based on based on you know what you're you're a young successful hustler man. I, you know I think that uh, you know whatever you lacked in a formal education, you definitely made up for in in life education. But I would I would imagine you were a graduate of high school. I would. I graduated half a credit short, actually. So wait, did you graduate or no? I did. Um, but half a credit short. Half a credit short. Yeah, they pushed me through. Yeah, <laughs> I still have dreams about that where I like have to go back to high school because they messed up and I have to like go re- like do a class. That's going way off the dude. Off what the if you got a letter in the mail that was like, uh, "Yeah, we fucked up. We made a mistake. Where you're actually gonna come back and need to finish this last credit? We gotta, you gotta take one more social studies class <laughs> to be able to graduate, or we're gonna inform your employer that you lied about being a high school graduate. Then I would probably become a psychic because I've been predicting that my whole life, and maybe I've got some sort of ties to the, you know, other powers out there. Maybe I could make a living doing that instead. But either way. Well, speaking of other powers out there, we got a song from a group that is very powerful and spiritually connected in the universe that could probably predict things like Evan having to go back to high school. Okay, Evan, cue that up, man. Bang that. Jim Humphrey. 
St. Croix, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And, uh, yeah, man, they were founded back in 2015. And um, the band's leader, Vaughn Benjamin, a very fascinating individual, somebody that inspired a lot of current reggae artists, particularly in Dubious. I know they hold him very highly. He passed away in 2019. And um, here we are in 2020, and Akai Becca is dropping this on us, man. This is uh, pretty powerful, man. Go get job, paradise. Um, to me, that's saying go, go get that that was promised to you. Go get that vision of salvation and ecstasy and euphoria. Go get that. You deserve it. I saw I read it, man. And, you know, that song, it reminds me of like a a Lee Scratch Perry vibe. Mm. You know, it's real dubby and real rustic. Had like a tribe trance-ness to yes. it. Not trance like the genre, but like you're being put into a trance. Yeah. Like these are, yeah. these are mantras. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely a mantra. Definitely... An affirmation, definitely something that can put you in a meditative state. So if you really need, if you really need to just escape and get there, throw that song on, man, because it'll take you on a nice little journey. All right. Yeah, what else we got, man? Speaking of journeys, man, I'd like to take a journey to Venice Beach. Maybe I might join a dub club. What do you think? Next up is Venice Beach Dub Club with the song Pass the Chalice. Check the mic, tune the sound right There's a Roots Reggae party in your district tonight So pass that chalice round Pass that chalice round Ready to play, but fast with no delay Jamming down from Genesis to Judgment Day You know it Pass that chalice round We make sure every day's a holy day Pass round the chalice as we celebrate Being together in our time 
time upon this earth Pass me the chalice I'm on one of packet first We have the right to fight for liberty We have all night to smoke the colliery Before we blaze up we pause to send the thanks and praise up Grateful for everything you're giving me Cause I feel the rhythm and I feel ready to rock No, we can't rewind the time, you know we can't reverse a clock And so roll one up and pass it to the left Hold the judge, I know how much time is left But if the vibe is right and the earth is strong VBDC Man, straight from the streets of Dogtown. Remember that movie Dogtown and Z-Boys about the skateboarders? Absolutely. That shit was fire, dude. Um, but yeah, man, that's where Venice Beach Dog Club is from, man. Venice, California, streets of Dogtown. Um, you know, we talk about this every week, man. We, we always, we're always learning new artists, new, uh, you know, new music. And this was something I was not familiar, man. Hand up. All right. I was not familiar with these guys uh prior to this album and then i look and i see you know they got some real talented people uh joining them on that album man dread kennedy was on this song that we played and i mm-hmm. love dread kennedy i think he's super talented him and josh heinrichs and skill and ja and Ithel vibes i mean that's that's uh some of my favorite music right there so um you know these guys definitely maintain a smooth vibe the whole album just damn it's it's like man it's you know how treehouse dropped this album that you can listen to from start to finish wherever you're from man and venice beach dub club this album is also you know i'm not gonna compare the two they're completely different but you know venice beach dub club man they have they've got that california vibe they've got that venice beach vibe and uh sometimes you need that man it's it's a you know it's a different flavor it's like Baskin Robbins. Why not try all 31 flavors? This is a brand new flavor. Why not try? Why not? You know? And a chalice. Pass the chalice. First of all, man, that guy. Whew, he, whoo. Dropped some, he dropped some wisdom in that song. You know, only John knows how much time's left. That's true, man. We were just talking about I could die in a fucking waterfall tomorrow, yep. dude. <laughs> you know, I hope so you don't. I appreciate that, man. And you know what? If if I do, I'll I'll try to live every minute, every second that I have left until that happens. It would probably be a pretty good last second or two jumping off that waterfall. But you know, that that's besides the point. That is besides the point. Um, but what is the point is, is. that uh vbdc is getting downloaded and played at high volume in a residential neighborhood moving forward man and and uh but no really though a chalice dude a chalice is it's a it's a a large cup or goblet uh typically used for drinking wine and i just love that they're bringing the word chalice back dude i haven't thought or said the word chalice in over 10 years and here we are talking about it i don't i feel like i need to have a chalice or a couple chalices at my place in case people come over and we want to have a couple of drinks, even though I'm not drinking right now. You can probably tell by the quality of these episodes lately. But once I get a chalice, maybe I'll fill it up with some wine. There's some Pinot Grigio. Plural of chalice is. Is it chalices? Is it chalice or is it Chalai. Ch- Chalai. Okay. <laughs> Man, that was a good song. I mean, they're talking about giving thanks and really just like being appreciative, but almost like doing it in like a instead of doing it before a meal, doing it before 
passing a chalice and passing a little something you rolled up with your friends, getting a little lit and just being positive, thinking about, you know, being thankful for the times that you got. And I, I, I like that. It's a nice message. I like that you like that, man. You know, that's cool. that's real positive. I and mean, I like when you're positive. Sometimes you talk about some real not positive things, but today you're positive, man. And, and I think that maybe VBDC brought that out of you, man. Yes. So go ahead, play some more positive shit. We've got Kolohe Kai with Speechless. I sure, you, I sure wish you were speechless sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Down in five, smell of your perfume. It's floating down the stairs, you're fixing up your hair like you do. And I know that I'll be a man the second that I see you. But you won't be surprised, it happens every time, it's nothing. Always on a night like tonight I thank God you can read my mind Cause when you look at me with those eyes I'm speechless Staring at you, standing there in that dress What is to be to me ain't a secret Watching you is all that I can do Already know that you're my weakness After all this time I'm just as nervous Every time you walk into the room made me want to make love dude really yeah yeah not like i mean don't look at me like that dude not you know not in a weird way but it inspired me to want to experience the feelings of love man because that's just a beautiful little song it's just something about that voice man just took took over me you know just like it probably took over anyone that's listening to it man i mean that's that's music to fall in love to right there just so smooth, just so unassuming, man. Just so, um, you know, nice. Just nice. Just a nice vibe, man. I could walk down a beach, listen to that, man. That that's that Pacific island reggae, Hawaiian reggae. You might have heard of ukulele. All right, that's Kolohe Kai. Dude, super talented. Uh and the vibes are right. You know? And and this dude's got a huge following. I didn't even realize how big in the islands Kolohekai were, was, is. Goddamn. So, you know, if you're if you're looking for music uh to just, you know, increase your mood and make you happy and make you more lovable, man, maybe throw on some of that. Maybe go, you know, that single might do it for you, Evan. What do you think? I think you're spot on, JP. 
If you nice. say I'm spot on one more time. Well, you go off for about two or three minutes. You, you say everything there is to say about a song, man. It's not my fault. You you get the vibes right. When we're here for the vibes, you talk about all the vibes. You want me to talk about the vibes more? I'm I want you. I want you. More. I want you to disagree with me. So I, I want you to be like, JB, you were wrong, dude. And I here's mean, why. I did earlier, but about lyrics. But uh, you, you called me out before I can even call you out. You know what? Vibes man, aren't always you know, positive. And we're human beings sometimes. True. You know, can be positive all the time. And when you're not positive, forgive yourself. And then every, become positive one more time. Every up has its downs. Yeah, dude. Every up has its down. And... Right now, I'm feeling right in the middle. Not up, not down, man. I'm right in that middle wave, baby. So uh, that was it. That was every single song that came out last Friday on our radar. If you missed anything, let us know. If you liked anything uh, more so than the others, man, go ahead and make a comment. Let people know who you really like supports your artists. Okay, we're going to jump into a little segment called Reggae Rock News. Um, let's get into it, man. Hey, we, got a, we got a big day Thursday, man. Rome and Duddy are coming to Boston. All right. They've been doing this, uh, you know, Roman Duddy and Friends tour, tearing it up, man. I've been looking at their Instagram, seeing the show turnouts. It looks wild. You know, Reggae 360 might be doing some things to promote here. Make sure you check that out. Um, like I said, Thursday in Boston, um, they got a nice little venue lined up. There might be some tickets left, so go ahead and check that out. Um, I'm just stoked, man. I'm just stoked to see two living legends, uh, you know, creating some art. It's going to be a real nice evening. Um, yeah, man. Also, Chopadelic, they dropped a video for the song August. Um, anything Chopadelic does, man, support that. Check it out. Go to their Instagram. You can see it. Probably go to YouTube, watch the thing on the TV, put it on full screen so you can really get the feeling for it. Um, Dub Apocalypse is coming to Portsmouth, New Hampshire later this month. I think the 28th or something like that. I'm going to be there by all accounts. I'm going to try to make uh, that an evening for myself. Maybe Evan, dude, if you're not doing anything that night, you can go too, man. Maybe we'll get Mark from Mercury 360 to go, man. Maybe we'll just have a nice little, uh, you know, night in, in, in Portsmouth, one of the dopest cities in New England. Fun fact, Mercury 360 was born in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some other new stuff that I saw. Sideways. Uh, they're going to be dropping some new music. The Live from Kona Town EP. Um, I believe Kona Town is the recording studio for uh, Pepper, man. So it's good to see Sideways in the lab making some music. Uh, you know, doing their thing. Dude, such a talented band. Also, man, people are announcing their summer tours. I know uh, Slightly Stupid just announced a real big one with Pepper. Common Kings, Don Carlos, that's going to be epic. Revolution, just announced one with Still Pulse, The Green, uh, Kez Namdi, DJ Mackle, uh, Fire. You know, those are the big ones, man. They, you know, they usually come out this way uh, to Boston, but they're going to be in every city, man. Just go to their Instagram and see the tour dates. Also, Randy Valentine is cooking up some new music. Uh, by all accounts, man, just following his Instagram. That guy's so talented, man. Hopefully, we'll get him on the podcast one day. But, uh, yeah, he's got some new music coming. And speaking of new music, 4th and Orange, later this month, they're going to drop that remix with Warren G. That's big time. So, I'm just looking forward to that, man. Uh, Yeah, and then uh, 
Extension Music Group. We're not going to talk too much about that because it's a secret. That's not really a secret. But um, stay tuned. But just remember the name, Extension Music Group. Always forward. Okay? Okay? Okay, Okay, Evan? Okay. God damn, bro. I'm just messing with you, dude. Uh, (laughs) Oh. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, Positive thought of the week. What would you say, Evan, to the people to give them something to help them through the week? Give them something to think about. Give them something impactful, powerful. Something that helps you throughout the day. Something you think about in moments of weakness, in moments of strength, in moments of adversity. One thing I think about, the phrase, I am willing. Ooh. And no, I'm serious. That's one thing I think about. So like, like there's a lot of things that I wish could be true. And then I think about the steps that it takes. You know what it takes to achieve most small goals, right? You know what I mean? If you got to yeah. do the dishes, you know, you got to get up and do them. Like, are you truly willing to do what you need to do. Like if not, maybe you should pick another goal or if you're just not willing right now, say I am willing to do X, Y, Z. I am willing to send, uh, you know, this person a message to get them on the podcast. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to go out and do the thing that I need to do to be where I want to be and get where I want to get. You know, this is the phrase I am willing. Damn, bro. That's, that's fire. I like that. I might, I might take that and run with it, man, because I got a lot of things going on in my life that I need to be willing to do. And I am, you know, for the most part. But but yeah, man, I think uh I think my positive thought of the week is is um you know, just like it's it's uh it's women's month, right? So, you know, I think that um, you know, you think about the women in your life and um they're all wonderful, you know, and except the ones that aren't, you know, but you know, you get that with every, uh, you know, type of person out there. But, um, you know, a lot of people are very fortunate to have a good relationship with their mother, you know, and I always think about that as like, you know, the mother is, uh, the closest thing you'll get to, um, you know, just, just re- just real love, just, you know, um, limitless, Love with no stipulations, nothing, just pure love. And if you're lucky enough to have that kind of a relationship with your uh, mother, then, you know, make sure you express that and you take care of them and you do, you know, nice things for them and you be a part of their life and you, uh, you know, that, that you, uh, you know, reciprocate that, that infinite love. And if you don't have that, cause some people have complicated relationships and, you know, some people maybe don't have a mother that they can, um, you know, uh, put in that category then really think about being that, you know, maybe someday you have uh, children of your own, or maybe you have a family member, or maybe you have a special person in your life, or maybe you're all alone and you just have yourself, but whatever it is, man, the closer you can get to being that kind of infinite love that, um, you know, love that doesn't judge that love that doesn't pull back just nonstop. Just what is the word I'm looking for? Like not just, what is it? Not limited, limitless love, uh, love without any stipulations. Un, un, Unconditional love. Yeah. Thank you, dude. Yes, yes. Give me a high five, dude. 
unconditional love. First high five you ever gave me on this podcast. Wow, I feel like I did great. Well, the point is, whether it's yourself, a family member, a friend, your loved one, your mother, your children, the closer you can get to that pure, uh, unconditional love, uh, the better off you'll be. So just think about that because that's some real shit. Anyways. JB, do you unconditionally love yourself? I, I don't, man. I really don't. I try to. I mean, I'm trying to get there. I'm working on getting there, but it's not easy, dude. You know, especially when you got a checkered past, dude. Like, you know, I'm I'm working on I'm working on forgiving myself and, and creating a better relation. I'm improving the relationship I have with myself. It's not where it needs to be, but it's getting better. What about you, man? Yeah, that, that can get tough. I got ups and downs with that. Every I, up has its down. <laughs> <laughs> I say, like, I'm mostly good with myself. I'm mostly good with me. Sometimes I'm unhappy, but most time, most of the time, I'm good with me. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, man. I yeah, it comes in waves. Sometimes I love myself a little too much, dude. Uh, don't interpret that weird, please. But um, anyways, we got a fucking episode, baby. And uh, yeah, man, I think I think we're good, dude. What else? What else can we give you, people? Um, no, but seriously though, thank you for listening. We love you. Thank you for the support. We want to keep doing this thing. We want to keep getting bigger and better and badder bands lined up and we're just going to keep doing our thing so show some love and we'll show you some love back uh yeah i just hope you have a wonderful couple days lined up for yourself so on that note bless up i'll catch you people later peace peace